0: Welcome back to the Self Hosted Web Podcast. My name is Richard Hammer. Now, I'm glad you're back to listen to this little exercise in trying to get people to take control of their data again. But, and that's especially important when it comes to this episode, it is not just data, it is not just ones and zeros. It is texts, it is videos, it's recordings, and more often than not, it is pictures. People love pictures. We love connecting to others by showing them our lives. Even if that life might be a heavily curated one to fit whatever narrative we've constructed for ourselves. Anyway, for a long time now, people preferred using hosted services for their pictures. Server space wasn't always as cheap as it is now, and generally you wouldn't want to bother yourself with having to receive a whopping bandwidth bill if some of your pictures turned out to be really popular. Also, hosted services made it easier to find people to actually look at your pictures. Back in the day, there was this one popular service called Flickr. Created for people who love to take pictures and those who love to look at them, Flickr was not just a website to host your pictures, it was also a community. As things go on the web, Yahoo came along and screwed it all up by buying Flickr. Slowly its star waned and this one contender came along that gobbled up all those pictures people wanted to share with others. It was called Facebook and today, among all the other superlatives it holds, it is the world's biggest hoster of images. Add to that the fact that Facebook also owns this little service called Instagram. And you can see how it's high time to think about what options we have when not wanting to contribute even more to its rise to world dominance. So in this episode we will be talking about various self-hosted photo hosting and photo sharing applications. As always, I will try not to get too technical and mainly give you an overview of what's out there. So let's get on with the show so what should we be looking for in photo hosting software well it's not that clear-cut because we need them for different purposes For one, it would be great to have software that lets you automatically upload your pictures to your server and then display them in various galleries. Then again, more akin to what Flickr did, we would want to be able to showcase specific images, not bother with setting up galleries and everything that comes with it. And then maybe you're even a professional photographer and you want a showcase, in which case you need a solid backend and ideally a nice front-end to showcase your portfolio. I have kept these scenarios in mind when choosing the software I'm going to be talking about in this episode. To start things off, let's talk about one of the simplest and easiest to deploy photo management applications out there, which is a bit of all the three scenarios I just outlined. Litchi. Litchi is software that allows you to upload images and display them in albums. Not a whole lot more, but also not a whole lot less. Barely to no settings you can fiddle with, no ways to change the design. This is as simple as it gets and therefore probably as useful as it gets for a lot of people. Litchi is open source and developed by Tobias Reich and as it is the custom, I contacted him to ask him a few questions about himself litchi and self-hosting in general. But I will let Tobias introduce himself.
1: So hi, my name is Tobias and I'm a web developer and designer from Frankfurt in Germany. I started to code with Visual Basic on Windows and someday I bought myself a Mac and (laughs) realized that I couldn't code in Visual Basic anymore. So I um, started to do web development and it was pretty fun to see that it works just everywhere on Windows or on macOS or on mobile. And web development is really cool because every day you have something new to discover and that's why it makes so much fun. And that's why I still do web development nowadays.
0: Litchi is software that is so elegantly crafted, it needs minimal requirements and is so quickly and easily deployed. You will be wondering why it's not installed everywhere already. Before I talk about these minimal requirements, though, I would like to be as explain why he created Litchi in the first place.
1: Litchi was a project I started with a friend at our university, and we never really had the idea to build something like Litchi. We had um, to choose from a list of topics, and building a photo man- management system was one of them. And we first thought it's pretty boring. But we quickly realized that other companies or other open source software here is very hard to use or look just looks ugly. And so we, we started to build Litchi and we realized we could do it even better. And it quickly became a project. We worked in our free time and um, not just in our u- university.
0: So Litchi went from university project to labor of love. Nice. To install Litchi, all you need is a server with PHP 5.5 or later and a MySQL database. Download the archive with Litchi from their GitHub repository. I'll link to that in the show notes. Extract it to where you want it on your server, change a few permissions for folders that need to be writable, and you're all set. You'll find the detailed installation instructions in their GitHub repository as well, but as I said, it won't be much longer than what I just told you. Using Litchi is as easy as navigating to its location on your server with the browser. Even though I mentioned quite a few times how simple Litchi is, you still get quite a few features with it. While you can just upload pictures straight from your computer, you can also import them from any server or even Dropbox. Also, Litchi displays EXIF data. In case you're not familiar with it, EXIF data is the metadata written to your images and usually includes things like the time and date the picture was taken, but also information about the type of camera used and other photography-specific data. As an aside, and because some people seem not to be aware of it, EXIF data often also includes geographic data. So whenever you upload your image somewhere, not just your Litchi installation, check whether you want the image location to be displayed first. If you don't, most image manipulation software lets you scrub or even edit your exif data. Anyway, Litchi not only displays your photos' exif data, it also gives you the option of giving titles and descriptions to your images. And if you want to share your images or your albums, just make them public and send out the link, that's it. And although some might wish for more granular permission settings, like password-protected albums, I can see how keeping it simple makes for a vastly more compelling product here. Litchi, in case you were wondering, is free to use and open source. There's other contenders in the field too, and one of them is Koken, available at koken.me. Where Litchi is compelling because of its simplicity, Koken is compelling due to its large set of features. To be more precise, Koken builds itself not as an online gallery software, but rather as a full-fledged content management system. And rightly so. It features a backend that not only lets you upload, sort, tag and modify pictures, but also features a front-end that can be used as a blog as well as a photo gallery. If you want to have software that allows you to sort your pictures, put them into collections, have a very granular way of setting which photos are visible where and also be able to decide which exif data is visible where, Koken is for you. The front-end looks just like any other blog or photo showcase with the option of switching between themes which you can then also adapt to your liking. Koken is a free download and install with all its base features, but they make their money by selling additional modules or additional themes. Installing Koken is a breeze. Create a database to use with Koken, then download their installer, upload to your server and run it. Ideally, everything else is done by Koken. I've tried it out for one of my blogs and it did work like a charm. By the way, if you're familiar with Docker, and if you're invested in self-hosting, you probably are, Koken can also be installed via a Docker image. All the info can be found on their website. I will link to the specific installation page in the show notes. I would rate Koken as the software you'd use if you're a professional photographer or artist and want an all-in-one showcase solution. No need to set up a separate blog. Just install Koken, upload your photos and create your space. Before I talk about yet another way of using photo-centric self-hosted software, let's talk about self-hosting itself again for a bit. If you listened to the previous episodes and what my guests said about the pros and cons of self-hosted software, you will remember that the consensus was mostly that while self-hosting is great, it won't ever replace all the other services out there that are hosted. And in the case of photo-sharing, for example on something like Instagram, It becomes even more obvious due to this one big factor, the people already using it. While Instagram, on the surface, is about showing off pictures, it's really about showing off your life and sharing it with like-minded people. This only works if you're doing it in a network, where commenting or liking is as easy as clicking an icon or typing a few words in a text box. Now, there is software out there that lets you replicate the features of something like Instagram, but there's no software out there that lets you replicate the millions of people already using that service. This is something self-hosters have to deal with, not only when it comes to pictures, but also when it comes to any kind of platform that needs a certain critical mass of people. And yes, there are ways to simulate the network effect, for example with GNU Social or Mastodon and its ability to federate, allowing distinct instances to communicate with each other. But it's in its infancy and, in my mind, at best a bit cumbersome, at worst a barrier that will keep people from even trying to communicate with other instances. Until that is sorted out, every self-hosted application that emulates services that thrive only with a certain number of people participating will have a hard time reaching enough people to really be successful. I for one hope a solution to that problem will be found, but I'm not holding my breath, and since we're at it, let's hear what Tobias thinks about self-hosting in general
1: self hosted software always gives you the feeling that you are in control of your data and that could be the reason why many people are using it. But um, you also have to ensure that your server is up to date, your software is up to date and everything is secure and that's a lot of work and that's why I think that uh, self hosted software is not for everyone. But um, when you do it, it's fun. It's fun to configure your server, it's fun to do it yourself and you also learn a lot by it.
0: Well, here's a sentiment we can surely all agree with. So, while Litchi and Koken are two great examples of software designed to showcase and share your photography, there is one solution which doesn't seem as straightforward but which actually works both as a gallery solution and as a way to replicate the quick and dirty approach of showing off specific spur-of-the-moment shots. WordPress. Now, you might be wondering why I'm choosing WordPress and not any other blogging software out there. Because technically they all can display pictures. The difference is that WordPress has the advantage of having been around since, well, just about forever. And that means you'll be able to turn what in its essence is a blogging software into a full-fledged photo, blog, gallery or showcase. Now. It starts like any other WordPress installation, but once you've got the basics set up, you go over to their theme selection and choose one among the hundreds of themes made specifically to show off pictures. Install this theme and you can turn your WordPress installation into your very own Flickr or Instagram clone. But what about uploading images when I'm on the road, you might ask? And rightly so. Isn't that where most of us take our pictures and then upload them immediately, so Everyone can marvel at the burger we just ate, or the shoes we just bought. And you can do that with WordPress, because WordPress has this mobile app, which might not seem as straightforward as, say, the Instagram app, but you can easily plug a picture into a post, and without much writing, shoot it off to be displayed on your blog. Click the link to the new photo post you just created, and now you can share it wherever you want. Here's a hint. If you want to share pictures on Twitter, there's something called the Twitter Cards. It is a way for Twitter to display your content in a more beautiful way. Links get preview pictures. Images behind links are displayed right in your tweets. If you look in the WordPress plugin repository, you'll find plenty of plugins which automatically add the necessary metadata to your photo posts. Twitter will then be able to pass your images correctly. By the way, Litchi does that automatically. But wait, there's one more thing. You'll have to register the domain on which you host your WordPress or Lycee installation with Twitter, so they know you're not a spammer or some such unsavory thing. So here we are, three self-hosted ways to show off your images. And since I'm feeling generous, I'll throw in another one. Nextcloud, the Swiss army knife of self-hosting solutions. Nextcloud, just like Dropbox, even allows you to automatically upload images from your smartphone to your Nextcloud install with their Android or iOS app. Sound familiar? Well, that's because it's become the standard for every service that loves for you to upload their pictures to them. Dropbox, Google Photos, Facebook, Flickr even. Nextcloud then allows you to create separate folders for your pictures and, you guessed it, share them with whoever you want. And since it really is a Swiss Army knife, you can also turn the whole folder into a file drop, send it out to people, and let them upload their own pictures. It really doesn't get much easier than that. So, That's almost it for this episode, but for astute listeners of earlier episodes, you'll know that I like asking the developers I talk to about the self-hosted or hosted services they can't live without. I did ask Tobias the same, and here it is.
1: I'm actually not using many self-hosted services on my server. I'm using a basic mail server server. I'm using Litchi, of course, and I've also used OwnCloud once, but I don't need it anymore. And basically, that's it. So,
0: yes, quite the minimalist when it comes to self-hosting. But hey, that's the beauty of the whole thing. Do what you feel is a good deal for you. And with that, I think we can conclude this episode of the Self-Hosted Web Podcast Thanks again to Tobias Reich for answering my questions about Litchi and on self-hosting in general. You'll find a link to his website in the show notes. The music is by Poddington Bear via freemusicarchive.org under an attribution non-commercial 3.0 international license. If you have any suggestions on what to talk about in my next episodes, feedback about this episode or just general feedback about the format, don't hesitate to drop me a note at richard at selfhostedweb.org. And if you want to help this podcast reach more people, feel free to tell others about it or review it wherever you get your podcasts from. And since this is the last episode of the year, thanks to everyone who listened to this episode and the previous ones I created this year. Even though my release rhythm is somewhat slow, I'll try to pick up the pace in 2018. But before I bow out, I'll let Tobias have the last word. I asked him where he sees the future of self-hosting and you will get to hear his answer now.
1: I'm sure that self-hosted services have a bright future because more and more people will care about privacy and privacy in general will also be a big point in the future. And But it also will be a hard time for self-hosted services because companies like um, Google or Apple can do Pretty cool stuff, um, which is really hard to do when you do open source development, like um, building integration deeply into the operating system. When, you, when I take a picture with my camera, it automatically uploads to iCloud. And doing things like this is really hard for um, self hosted software.